Kia ora. Welcome to this podcast series, Making Money a Force for Good. I'm Barry Coates. I'm founder of Mindful Money. In this series, we're talking to the pioneers who are using investment to make a better future. I hope you enjoy this seminar. I'd like to uh, extend a warm welcome to uh, our guest for this week. And uh, this week, uh, it's my great pleasure to welcome Andrew Lance. Andrew is a Chief Investment Officer for Simplicity. Uh, Simplicity doesn't need much introduction. Um, I asked Andrew for what he wanted to say uh, about him, and he said that he'd been uh, in Simplicity uh, since the start, since it was set up, and uh, he has worked previously with Sam Stubbs, uh, and uh, he's back for more. So, uh, so uh, uh, well done, Andrew. And uh, it's uh, it's great that you've come to join us. And uh, um, Simplicity has been such a disruptor in the KiwiSaver space. You guys have had massive growth, and uh, it's terrific that you're along here uh, and uh, talking to us about this. So, so thank you. No, not at all. It's great to be here. Thank you. Cool. Um, so, um, without further ado, um, what we're going to do is Andrew and I are going to talk for about uh, 15 minutes or so, and then we'll open up to Q&A. Uh, and we're going to make everything sort of fairly short and sharp, and uh, um, because we're in lockdown online world, uh, and uh, I'm sure everyone's really busy with a thousand and one other things to do, uh, or not. Um, so... Andrew, can we start off, uh, if you could just uh, give us some background on, on Simplicity's uh, model for operating. You decided to, to set up as a, obviously, low-fee low passive provider, but also with, with a uh, strong ethical bent. Can you give us some background? Sure, and, and I'll, I'll keep it as brief as I can, but in a way, it all, it all stems from Sam. He was very much the founder of this, and um, it was something he started thinking about um, not long after he left corporate world back in 2013. Um, he started working his way through, he tried various charitable ventures and, and was trying to work out how he could really make a, a difference to uh, the financial markets, financial system. Um, and after a little bit of, uh, of evolution, um, we ended up with the idea of a not-for-profit KiwiSaver scheme. Um, the idea being, and his motivation and our motivation now is very much to try and give everybody more dignity in retirement. That's our, our target. Um, and in order to do that, um, he, he deemed the best way was to put more money in people's pockets, to give them more choices when they retire. Um, and at the same time, um, he came from very much a philosophical view that passive investing was the way to go. Um, keeping your fees down to an absolute, absolute minimum bettered the chances of us giving that choices um, outcome because active management is expensive and you can argue this and it, it's the subject of much debate in the industry, but um, there's plenty of studies that suggest passive will outperform active over a long period of time and KiwiSaver is a long-term investment. So when we started out um, in 2016, we immediately adopted, um, very soon after we started, we adopted a new fund by Vanguard, which excluded just 
nuclear weapons, controversial weapons, and uh, fossil fuels. Um, and then back in 2018, we extended that, that exclusion to um, include alcohol, tobacco, gambling, uh, civilian firearms, military weapons, pornography, I've forgotten one, but I think I've got them all, uh, and nuclear weapons still. Um, and so that exclusions, we've, we've, we've adopted a, a product called the Ethically Conscious Fund by Vanguard. Um, and so that is our, that's our approach to ethical investing, um, socially responsible investing, um, is to exclude industries rather than spend a lot of time and effort finding, if you like, finding the good stocks. At the moment, we are just trying to exclude the bad stocks. Okay. Good. Um, so I wanted to pick up on this whole thing of investing ethically, and I've got a uh, a slide that I'll bring up. So, so on this, um, where let me just uh, make it to a large size. One sec. So here we go. So, so we did an analysis of uh, investing during uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, and we found that that the um, KiwiSaver funds, the ethical KiwiSaver funds on on Mindful Money's website, had done significantly better uh, than the average. And you can see uh, uh, in the categories here we have uh, conservative, balanced, and growth. And particularly for the growth funds, um, the Mindful funds, including Simplicity, had significantly outperformed uh, the sector average. Um, now this actually reflects international experience. There's been uh, a number of studies and a new one came out today about international funds, international ethical funds, um, but also it reflects a longer time frame uh, for the way that ethical funds do well financially as well as doing well ethically. So Andrew, can you talk us through what, what happened as you've gone ethically with simplicity, and and I recall some analysis that you did to compare the unscreened and the screened versions. Yeah, thank you. And um, to be honest, not to preface everything without the requirement is that we're always acting in the best interest of our investors, and so that was the the reason when we when we moved to this um, greater exclusions back in October two thousand and eighteen. The data supported the idea that this 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 fund would would outperform the unscreened version, but we didn't really expect it to be quite as dramatic as it's been since. So, since we moved from the a, a partially screened version to the fully screened version that we've got now, um, the outperformance has been about two percent. So, from October two thousand and eighteen to thirty first March this year, about two percent, just over. But the vast majority of that has come in the last quarter. Um, in the last quarter, when you compare the two different funds, the, our, our exclusions uh, fund has out, outperformed the, un, the unscreened version by three and three quarter percent, 3.75 percent, which is which phenomenal. Now, this is just the international shares sector, um, and in a, but in our international bond sector, which tends to be far far more conservative, the, uh, the outperformance is only 0.3. So it very much mirrors that chart you just showed, Barry. That the, the growth oriented funds that, that are excluding the likes of fossil fuels have done considerably better than those that um, are invested in the traditional industry sectors. Cool. So thank you for, for that. 
So, Andrew, obviously your ability to run these passive funds and run them as, as ethical funds depends on what these big passive funds do. Um, and and uh, Simplicity uses Vanguard as a fund supplier. So what influence do you have over, over those kind of big funds? It's been really interesting because just as we started business um, back in 2016, everybody I suspect will remember that the, um, I think it was Radio New Zealand came out with it first, was this sudden expose that all these KiwiSaver schemes had nuclear weapons in their, in their investments. Um, and that was just at the point that we were getting, getting going. So we got in touch with Vanguard and, and said, look, we, we can't have these in our portfolio. And they were obviously mirroring the sort of input they were getting from elsewhere. So we got, we got our originally screened film and then over time, we've continued that discussion and they've, they've launched their, their exclusions series. Um, now, we're not claiming at all to be the, the people that have gotten to do this, but we are one voice in there. And the area which is frustrating or has been frustrating us up until now is that the, is the Australian share market where we can't find a, a decent index fund that screens out the type of industries that we, we, want to, we don't want to invest in. Um, and we've been in discussion with Vanguard on this and, and they've now come to the party. So we, we're not there quite yet, but we're pretty comfortable that within a, a month or two, we will have an exclusions version of the Australian share market, which will get rid of those ones that are troubling us that are in your database. Um, but I think the, the mere fact that they've, they've now come to the party on this is, a, is just a recognition that we've got some influence on them, but most of all that there is gradually even in Australia, a, a greater need for these sort of funds. So while, while we're on the subject, uh, Mark Smith just asked a question uh, in the chat room. Uh, according to the Mindful Money website, uh, we, we list what's in uh, uh, the fund portfolios for every KiwiSaver fund. Uh, he points out that, that Simplicity's balance fund still has 1% uh, of its assets uh, invested in fossil fuels. That's presumably uh, to do with the... Uh, with the Australian fund issue that is going to change as, as Vanguard offers a, a better alternative, right? That's right. That's right. It fr it's frustrated us. We've, we've liked to have said that we've got no fossil fuel investments, um, but we haven't been able to up to now, not, not totally because of the Australian influence. I mean, and at this stage, I mean, just at this stage, it's quite explicitly explorers and people with um, fossil fuel reserves that we're excluding. We're going to extend that exclusion in shortly, and that's going to include some of the downstream providers to these fund uh, companies as well. So the new, our new Australian version will actually exclude more, and then that will be moved out to our international share fund as well. Very good idea to exclude fossil fuels. I had a look at the data the other day, and uh, oil and oil and gas index down down by fifty percent over the past five years. Coal down an average of twenty eight percent per year. For the last decade, um, the warnings have, have been out there about fossil fuels being uh, a, a really bad investment and likely to end up in stranded assets. Um, how, how much of your good performance of, of your ethical funds do you think has been because you're, you're out of, of almost all of the fossil fuels? I've been trying to get some of the detail about out of um, uh, Vanguard on that, and and it's quite encouraging because it's not just the fossil fuels that have um, that have fed it. That that was about one percent of our outperformance. Um, the weapon sector was another forty basis points point sorry point four of a percent 
um, of the uh, of the outperformance that we, you know, we don't hold them. Um, but also, and very important to get, it's again it gets a bit technical. But in, if you're an index investor, you've got to replace what you're excluding with something else. And the index provider, which in this case is an entity called FTSE, FTSE um, they have to decide how to create an index which still has the, the positive aspects of the, of the world share market, but it excludes the industries we don't like. Um, and so what we found is that we're relative to the, the, the unscreened index, we're actually overweight the likes of software and services and so on. And that was a positive. IT overall was, was positive. And the healthcare sector also is one that we are overweight relative to the unscreened um, universe. So, which again was very positive for return. So you can't just exclude stuff, you've got to replace it with something else. And for us, that, that's been positive as well. Cool. If I'm one of the fund managers for, for an actively managed funds, one of the things that they say uh, uh, gives them an advantage is that they're able to, to screen out sort of bad companies that may not belong to a whole sector. So you're screening out gambling and tobacco and, and fossil fuels, et cetera. But there are also sort of companies that operate across lots of sectors that do bad things, you know, like human rights violations or test products on animals. Do you see a day when, when the passive funds that you invest in is, are, able, are going to be able to screen out some of the companies that do bad things as opposed to screening out whole sectors? Well, again, it's an area that we're working with Vanguard on um, and they're working with the index provider on um, because there are gradually more, there is gradually more and more research coming through, which would allow you to, to again, negatively screen for companies that appear on, on lists, if you like. Um, and we're working on, uh, we're working on them uh, using the, the UN Global, Global Compact, um, which is a series of principles companies are supposed to adhere to. And they call them controversies. So basically, if somebody is in the news for not having adhered to one of these principles, then that too will be a reason for it being excluded from our from our fund. So things like human rights, anti-corruption, the environment, labor laws, diversity, actually you can screen for those. It, it's not as perfect as doing the research yourself, except that. But again, we come back to from our point of view, trying to deliver our investors the best possible returns over time we believe this by charging the least fees we possibly can. Um, and that that is therefore using a sort of a, an index approach rather than actively managing. Yeah. Uh, for those in the audience, uh, um, uh, if you haven't been to the Mindful Money website, we've got uh, uh, some, some categories like human rights violations, products tested on animals, um, uh, that that are not whole sectoral exclusions. So we've gone through that process of generating those those lists. Um, uh, by the way, everyone, uh, we're coming up to um, uh, question time. So uh, get going on your on your questions in the chat. And uh, those of you on Facebook Live, uh, please enter any questions in the comments, and we'll we'll respond to those as well. I'm here with with uh, Andrew Lance. Andrew's the Chief Investment Officer for Simplicity. Um, Andrew, um, without giving away your secrets, um, uh, Simplicity has been, a, been a, a great disruptor of, of KiwiSaver markets. So uh, uh, what do you got coming up? <laughs> I won't say anything too, uh, too, too disparaging about what okay. Sam's likely to do. He's always uh, a little bit unpredictable <laughs> in these things. But 
from our point of view, um, again, going back to our, our reason for being, um, we, we just want to continually reduce our fees, give as much money back to our investors as we can. Um, we, we are giving 15% of our revenue to charities, as everybody knows, and that's great too. That's been tremendous too, particularly in the last couple of months, being able to support charities on the front line. Um, but again, yeah, and if, if Sam were to, to get his uh, the utopia in all this, we get our fees down to a point that it's virtually zero um, and that we can, if we can get the scale, we'll just continue to give that money back to our investors. Cool. I, I noticed, uh, and, and talking to Sam, you, you guys have, have um, added a component of some funding for, for uh, venture capital. Uh, there are New Zealand, good New Zealand uh, startup companies. Uh, is that going to be a, a larger component of what you do or, or you'll probably have to keep it to a fairly small niche activity? Yeah, I mean, again, if we can get some scale, even if it's niche within our portfolios, it will become significant. Um, we've, we've teamed with a crowd called Icehouse. Um, uh, they're, they're an interesting bunch. They, they've been very involved in sort of private equity funding now for, for many years. And um, it, it, we believe it's an area that we should be trying to, 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 to encourage the, uh, these smaller companies to come and, and grow. Um, we don't want to keep missing the opportunities. So um, it will be, as you say, it will be a relatively limited exposure. They're, these are long-term investments and it's a bit difficult within something where people can actually move out and in, in and out of your funds without uh, uh, con control. So we've got to be careful that it doesn't get too big, but we, Again, if again if we can get scale, then um, that will still be a reasonably significant investment from a user in sort of point of view. Okay, so question from uh, Rose Phillips. Thanks, Rose. Uh, how's my KiwiSaver doing so well given the pandemic? Uh, is this reflective of your ethical focus? Uh, uh, it's a growth KiwiSaver fund. Um, uh, uh, Rose apologizes for cheerleading and giving you a really soft pass on this one. <laughs> um, thanks, Rose. Um, it, it, would, um, it would be nice to say that I think it's just the ethical um, focus. I think that has been beneficial. Once again, as you say, Barry, um, we don't have the oil companies and they've had a pretty hard time when oil gets negative. Um, but uh, it's to be honest, at, the, at this stage, it's partially that um, Global share markets are looking through the crisis. They're they're buoyed by the idea that companies are coming out of this already, um, albeit that we've re retained our lockdown for a bit longer than most. Other countries are trying to to um, get out of it. In our opinion, we're not out of the woods, but at this stage, anyway, the share market's taking a, a reasonably positive spin on that on the background news. Cool. So Luis has asked a couple of questions. One uh, about A2 milk saying it's not overrated, uh, leaning too much on growth, and, and, uh, and then secondly, for you to divulge your, your secrets about what industries you're, you're looking to invest in. Oh, I wish I, wish I had a crystal ball. Um, we, we're an index investor, so yes, we do hold A2 milk, um, but only in the proportion that it is of, our, of the index that, we've, that we follow. So um, we don't have uh, if you like a view on se sectors or industries, etc., we believe that it's right to invest ethically um, for whatever that means, socially responsibly. Um, and therefore we will continue to do that from an industry point of view. And we will continue to 
avoid the uh, industries that we don't like. But in terms of which ones are going to do well out of all this, I'm afraid we're, we're the wrong people to talk to. You should have, should have spoken to John last week. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, a question from uh, uh, Josh and, and uh, uh, one little while ago uh, from Estelle about particular sectors that you may want to screen out. So Estelle's asking about palm oil. Uh, should you be screening out palm oil? And uh, Josh is, is uh, kind of challenging her, but to say, shouldn't you be screening out dairy? Dairy, goodness. Um, and, and these things are, and this is where I guess I come back to, I, I find the idea of ethical a, a bit of a challenge because everybody's ethics are different. Um, we're, we're trying to reflect the, the views of as many people as we can um, in the exclusions that we do. We, we've um, uh, we've we've asked our members what sectors they 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 would feel that we we mustn't be in, um, and I know you Barry your site's done some research on this too. Um, I haven't heard a lot on the palm oil question um, more recently, but I know that's it is controversial. Um, at this stage, it's not on the list of things that um, Vanguard and and FTSE are looking to exclude. Um, but in terms of which sectors do we do we actively invest in? As I say, we um, we've excluded all these industries that we we don't want, and so we have to put other industries in. And the two that I know that um, have been beneficial to us so far, as I said before, are, are the healthcare sector and and basic computer software and services. Um, and again, I suspect they're doing very well in this environment, so they'll they will continue to be beneficial for us. Um, but we're, we're a follower and we, we're trying to keep our business as simple as we can. That's how we can keep our fees um, as low as we do. Um, and so we're not going to spend our time actively trying to think these things through. We're relying on the, uh, the, the, the big research going on elsewhere in the world. So um, a, a good segue. Uh, Barbara's asked a question sort of uh, going up to the, to the higher level around uh, what impact do you think the COVID crisis is going to have on the New Zealand economy, particularly greening and sustainability of the New Zealand economy. Do you guys uh, spend time kind of thinking of that? I know that uh, Sam's keen on uh, simplicity, simplicity, making a contribution through investing in infrastructure, etc. What, what's your views on, on how this is going? Yeah, I'm not sure it falls in the category of, of greening, but um, I mean, everybody, I think, uh, now understands we're, we're never going to be quite the same again um, and in our view it, it will mean that hopefully a bit more money that we that we've got uh, under our management will get more focused on on local issues um, we're very keen again we come back to that KiwiSaver is a long-term investment that doesn't seem to us any reason why again if we can get some scale if we can't have um, some allocation to the likes, as you say, of, of local infrastructure type projects that have got a 10-year time horizon, but a payback at the end of it all, a toll road or um, or whatever. Or I mean, um, low-cost housing is another one which um, we've we've talked about internally as an area that we we there is no reason that we cannot get involved in, um, provided we can justify it from a returns point of view, and if we can therefore be supportive to the New Zealand economy, then great. That that doesn't answer the question. Um, but I think, as I say, um, all I, all my view on, on the, 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 what, what we get when we come out of all this is that hopefully people will be a bit more appreciative of what they've got, if they've got, 
Um, there's going to be a reshake of, of a lot of industries, undoubtedly. Um, I'm naturally optimistic about stuff, and I think New Zealand's an extremely innovative type uh, of, of, of economy, and people will find a way. But yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure it's okay. I can really answer on the green on the green question. So from the Mindful Money side, we've been engaged in some discussions about what, what kind of policies might, might take an advantage of, of this opportunity. If you, if you kind of step back and say, this is probably once in a generation pandemic, but the recovery will be once in a generation opportunity to invest for the future. And we've got to get that right, because it'll also be probably a generation to pay back the debt as a result of it. So, so if we don't get this right, and if we don't shape the economy for a sustainable future, then actually we've missed a huge opportunity. We might well lock in the kind of, of uh, uh, fossil fuel dependent, uh, unsustainable economy of the past and inequitable economy of the past. And so we're, we're kind of trying to provide some advice at the moment around how that looks, not only from financial sector policies, but more broadly. And I think it's a, it's a really good time for people to be grappling with this, with this issue. And hopefully uh, we'll have uh, Kate Rayworth on, on, on the series uh, in, in a few weeks time. So uh, she and, and Jonathan Porritt from the UK have been doing a lot of work around this. And we'll have some, some, uh, some other speakers to address some of these uh, broader broader issues as well. Um, and uh, certainly the financial sector is going to be crucial because we have to channel funding through to the kind of economy we, we want. So um, uh, other questions uh, coming in, uh, maybe we'll just take one or two more. Um, Josh um, said, are the sectors that that um, don't create a, a kind of a uh, an ethical impact that you would like to see yourself being overweight in? And you mentioned uh, IT and, and healthcare being the kind of alternatives to investing in fossil fuels and other sectors where you're underweight. Do you have any influence over that? What goes overweight when the unethical stuff goes underweight? Um, generally not. I mean, within our own um, portfolio, we, we run the New Zealand Share Fund um, and we exclude Sky City from that. Um, and at this stage, we, 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 we take a, it's called a risk approach to it and simply replicate uh, the, the Sky City holding in other pieces of the, um, the market which are appropriate. Um, and again, it's a very, very small part of the overall business. We don't have a massive amount of influence on either Vanguard or FTSE, but what's really encouraging um, has been that that they are, and I and Barry, this is a, a, again absolutely up your street, of course. They're, they're, the amount of research and the amount of time and energy that's going into ESG type funds now um, is such that the index providers, that's where they can see the future. So they're doing a lot more work in it. They're, they're, they're huge organizations, there's three main ones, and they've, they've all got massive um, uh, uh, capacity to do work in the sector. And so we're, we're comfortable that as, as this trend continues, so 
they'll get more and more sophisticated and doing things like we were talking before about screening out companies that have hit this controversy type screen. Um, that's that, that's new. That's very new. Um, but it's it's growing in its um, uh, its influence very rapidly. So we don't have a particular sector particularly. I mean, I'd love to think that we were supporting the re renewable energy sector, um, for example, to 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 get rid of the the fossil fuels. You can you can think of areas that we yeah we we would love to be involved with, but we are we are effectively a a, a consumer of the of the indices. But as I say, I'm I'm very happy that they're 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 developing in the exactly the sort of direction that that we should all be happy with. Okay, um, Dewey uh, has uh, uh, come on to ask a question. Hi, Dewey. Uh, thanks for your question. Um, what uh, what separates simplicity uh, from from the other ethical funds? So it's kind of asking you to um, maybe not not so much make a pitch for simplicity, but give us uh, give give everyone a sense of of so how how should people understand the different flavors of of ethical? We've I, from my point of view, we've we've had a massive competitive advantage from the from the day we started, and that's because we don't we don't need to make any more money than we need to just cover our expenses. So we're not we're not trying to make a profit. We give fifteen percent of our revenue to charity, so you could call that, if you like, a margin. But from our point of view, that was exactly why we set ourselves up in, in the first place. We want to become a almost an annuity for for the charities that we support. So that was part of the business. But all the other however you call it, ethical type providers, yes, they can do a great job and, and I know many of them do, but they are all still trying to make money out of it. Um, from our point of view, we've, we're just trying to do the right thing. We're trying to give our investors as much of the money that is made out of the market as we possibly can. So it's, uh, it's really as simple as that. I mean, our funds are from a, if you like, a performance point of view, are performing extremely well. We're right up in the top. 10% of each of the categories over any extended period of time. Um, so from our point of view, the proof is in the pudding in a way that we're actually doing what we said we would do. Um, and we are simply doing the what everybody else is doing, but for a lot less. Yeah. So for anyone who's, uh, who's online and uh, hasn't visited the Mindful Money website, I'll make a plug. Uh, you can there see the, the, the kind of comparative analysis across Funds. We, we set up Mindful Money uh, because we wanted to give what we call radical transparency. We want to show people what's in the portfolios of, of, uh, of all the KiwiSaver funds. So you can go and see every one of 270 KiwiSaver funds, exactly what's in there. And then we give people a chance to look across uh, the ethical funds. And we've got some, uh, we've got strong criteria about what's ethical. Uh, and so you can see um, the funds like CareSaver, who are on the uh, chat last week, um, Booster, who's on next week, uh, Simplicity and other funds. Uh, and, and you can uh, set your criteria uh, on the website to see what's important to you. So it, it helps you compare across sites. Um, certainly Simplicity is one of the popular ones on, on the site. So, uh, so well done, Andrew, and, and well done for your performance uh, as Chief Investment Officer, you guys uh, are, are not only uh, running an ethical and, and uh, not-for-profit model, but, but you're doing it in a way that earns uh, very good financial returns. So, so that's a, 
that's a, uh, a, a pretty great uh, balancing act. So thank you very much for, for coming on. Um, for, for everyone online, uh, we're back at 4 p.m. Thursday next week uh, with David Beatty, David's uh, Chief Investment Officer for Booster. Uh, and Booster's uh, got ethical funds, so, so he's going to be coming to talk about uh, um, some of the key issues that, that they see. He's going to talk about uh, um, diversifying a bit into non-financial market. Uh, investments, and he's going to talk about uh, a bit more about fossil fuels. Um, if you want information on these things, please go to Mindful Money's website, www.mindfulmoney.nz, uh, and sign up to the newsletter, because then we'll give you uh, all of the links to seminars like this and other things that, that we've got going on. So thank you again, everyone, for, for coming online and thank you particularly for Andrew Lance for, for his input. Uh, have a, uh, a wonderful day. Uh, kia kaha. <laughs>